Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. A happy Tuesday to you and your loved ones. Today, we are talking about, of all things, root cellars. Root cellars? Huh? Your, your mind is searching right now. I can remember having one as a small child. My dad was a pastor of a very small church. He had a couple of different small churches in the country that he was in charge of. His office was at one that had probably been there for 150 years, and there was a root cellar. It was a cold, damp, mysterious place. Near the end of their time being commonly used. Haven't seen one since. Haven't walked in one since. Lately, though, I've been thinking about root cellars. We love reading books from the olden times, so to speak, in our house. And one of our favorite is Laura Inglewilder's Farm Boy about her husband, Almanzo. It's a remarkable book because if you wanted to know how to survive on your own, off the land, read that book. It's amazing the detail she goes into how they do things. And one of the things they talk a lot about because harvest times kind of at the end of the day revolves around it is the root cellar. How that root cellar allows them throughout the year, throughout the winter, to nourish themselves, to be self-sufficient. You see, dug about ah, ideally 10 feet in the ground, you can do amazing things with a root cellar. You can store all kinds of food for long periods. In some cases, it can ripen in the root cellar. You can store potatoes, turnips, carrots, beets, onions, preserves, salted meat, salted fish, cabbage, apples, Some people even use them for water, bread, butter, milk, cream. When they did that, a lot of times they'd have two root cellars. You know, they'd have one for the more root plants, and they'd have another one for the water and the bread and the milk things. Maybe you didn't want to spoil or have the tastes kind of transfer over to one another. Talk about self-sufficiency. You know, you get a homesteading magazine nowadays, and you'll see articles on solar panels and generators and whatnot, but a root cellar? That's old school. You got a water source, you got a root cellar, you are self-sufficient. Now, if you had some able-bodied free labor, you could just grab some shovels and start digging. Otherwise, you could get a backfoe for the day, pour a foundation in the bottom of the hole that you build, put a little drainage going out the front door, build the walls up with cinder block, get some plywood, build a frame for the roof, pour it with concrete, Cover it all back up with dirt except for the door out, and you are set. Root cellars. What a great reminder reading that in Farm Boy and then doing a little investigating how one would build your own root cellar. You know, technology can enslave us, but it gives us access to so much knowledge to truly live free. And I really believe is, is 
the years go by and we settle into the good and the evil that can come with technology, a lot of people are going to realize it frees you up to get back to the old ways. I think about what I do, traveling to speak. Well, everything I do in between that, I can do from anywhere. I can update my social media. I can record my podcast. I can record videos. I can communicate with people. And it don't matter if I'm in the middle of the country or I'm in the middle of the city. And if I'm in the middle of the country, everything I would want to do in my house to be self-sufficient, I can go online and learn how to do. I can dig a root cellar, learn how to purify water, learn how to do chickens, goats, you name it. And as our cities continue to degrade, to go into debt, crime increases, make people dependent on the government in them, I believe more and more people are going to want to get free. And we're going to have to learn to find that balance between the smartphone and the root cellar. The smartphone and the root cellar. And what kind of what kind of choice is that? When we were talking yesterday about the six feet of separation and how it seems like our world is breaking down into like two camps. One way to break down our world is the dependent camp and the non-dependent camp. And not necessarily, you know, in the sense that, oh, I'm dependent, I need someone to help me, and I'm not dependent, I'm uh, spirited individualist. No, it's more like those that feel like they are dependent on the city, on the government, to make their lives the way they want it, and people that don't, people that want to embrace it. And it's going to be things like a root cellar that makes the difference. You know, think about this lockdown. Think about when it happened and how unexpected it happened. There were people that weren't phased. Now, there are not many nowadays, but they existed. You might laugh, but you look at the Amish, you look at German Baptists, people that probably still have and use root cellars, grow their own food. Now, they don't use technology at all like we do, but when that how happened? Were they phased at all? Did anything in their lives change? Nothing. They probably didn't know that they were like at their store they went to and they were talking to their friends and their friends were talking to one of us on technology. It told them what had happened in the news and they went, huh, they probably went, huh, that's interesting. And then they went back to the root cellar. They went back to their farm. Well, as time goes by, if you're smart, it's not just going to be the German Baptist and the Amish and the Mennonites that learn to live with that attitude. It's going to be, I, I think, anybody that is smart. Have those discussions with your family. Have those discussions with your friends. You know, I had a friend of mine get a hold of me today, and he was saying how him and some members of his family and other friends have been discussing, you know, what are we going to do to look out for each other? What are we going to do to band together? What do we do if the riots in our street. What do we do if unemployment runs out and people start looking for food and they're going to people's homes? What are you going to do? Well, see, that's the kind of foresight you need. It's not just what are you going to eat, it's who you're going to rely upon. How are you going to communicate with them? How are you going to get together? Don't get caught off guard. That's how it was back in the day, you know. Little House on the Prairie wasn't that long ago. Laura Ingalls lived into the 1500s, I mean the 1900s. I think she died 1953, maybe something like that. 
So she can remember a time where you had a root cellar and horses, and she can remember a time of cars and trucks. It wasn't that long ago that people lived that way. Prepare yourself. Talk to your neighbors. Maybe this is the kind of thing you want to do together to prepare. If you think this is going to be the last lockdown, you are crudely mistaken. We're going to have more viruses. We're going to have more hurricanes and pestilences and you name it. And now that we've been locked down once, it will be easy to do it again. And you don't want to be caught off guard, do you? Wondering, is there going to be anything at the store when I get there? Wondering, am I going to be able to get money out of my bank account because it's all electronic? Wondering, what do I do if people show up at my house? Who do I get to help me? All of those are questions that can be answered by not looking that far back. Go get yourself a copy of Little House on the Prairie. Go get yourself a copy of Farm Boy. Look up Lewis Linsky and who she is, a writer of historical novels, many of which were in old times in our history that can teach you a lot by how people lived and how they survived. Have fun with it. Have fun with your kids. Have fun with your kids. Tell them we're going to learn to live like the pioneers learned, to kill things, to grow things, to take care of each other. We're going to get with our neighbors and we're going to talk about how to protect ourselves, how to defend ourselves. We're going to talk about what's coming. We're going to talk about what's happening in our country. We're going to talk about God. We're going to talk about faith. We're going to do it outside in the fresh air. We're going to do it loving each other, loving God. Man, that's awesome. This is a time to live in a most awesome way. This is a time to live deeply. This is a time to create and deepen friendships far deeper than you could have before when all we worried about was 401ks and what schools our kids were in and work. As crazy as this is and as tumultuous as it might seem, it's given us an opportunity to go deep, to go old school, to go farm boy to go down to the root cellar. So look it up. Get yourself some shovels, maybe a backhoe. Go get some cinder blocks, a little bit of concrete. Have some fun. Build a root cellar. You'll be prepared for many things, tornadoes, storms. Maybe you can hide something, or maybe you can have some fun with it and put like a little safe in there and behind a hidden cinder block and put all your valuables and all those things you want to hide for when the man comes. You know how that is. Go John Wick. Bury some cool weaponry under cement. Only to be knocked away and torn out and used when things were really bad. Oh, John Wick. Well, that's pretty interesting, wasn't it? I got Root Sellers, John Wick, Laurel Ingalls Wilder, all in one show. There you go. So have some fun with this, friends with your kids, with your neighbors, with your family. And until next time, you aim high. You spread your wings. Turn your home into a self-sufficiency zone of fun, old school fun. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. Until next time, I am your host, Silouan. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, 
please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.